Hello, everyone. Wait. I'm supposed to start. Wait, you start? Oh, yeah. snap. I forgot what I was supposed to say. What are, do it. Go ahead. You're dumb. Welcome to the table. Oh, right, right, right. right. Okay. Oh, we're going. I'm, I'm Wills. You're dumb. I'm to do it again. Welcome to the table. I'm Wills. And I'm Wheezy. Dang, well, that was 10 seconds of your life you can't get back. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Messed up. Um, so this is episode four. I'm not saying weeks anymore because we have not been consistent, but hopefully we've got some spring Kagan, breaks Kagan hasn't been consistent. Okay, sorry I'm busy. Um, it's Cammy's pipe dream. I'm just trying to make it happen. Her world, we just live in it. So, episode four. I hope you all enjoyed last week um, talking about the glass house and... Kimmy's trying to show me something right now, and... It's because he's always like, what are we talking about? I was just going to ask, but instead she tried to sneakily show me and derailed all my train of thought, (laughs) so here we are. Okay, we're talking about, hopefully you listened to episode three um, and enjoyed it. If not, go listen to it, and if you didn't enjoy it, oh well. We're here, week four. Here's the next one. (laughs) Somebody enjoyed it because somebody asked that question. All right, why don't you just... Tell me what we're talking about instead of showing me, because that was hard to read. Well, if you'd read the notes like you're supposed to. Well, okay. Okay. <laughs> this is not. This it's not that type of show, Kenny. What? Just, what type of show? I'm coming prepared. No, I'm just here to talk. People just want to hear my. Well, those voice. are your talking points. My my talking points, whatever comes out of my mouth. Okay, that's true. Okay, well, today we are talking about ministry. Ooh. Um, so I guess we'll just start with the first question that has been asked. Did, I don't know who they were directing it to, so we can just both answer. Did you always feel called to ministry? (laughs) You want to start or me? Uh, you. Hmm. No. No. (laughs) (laughs) Um, definitely... I pursued my whole life from the time I was like four or five, wanting to be a basketball coach, either in the college ranks or high school. Hadn't quite figured that part out yet, but um, I wanted to be a basketball coach or a coach. If it was a high school, I was going to coach football and other things too, but just in general, being a coach. And then when I was like a junior, I think, um, and college started getting real and I didn't know what I was going to do and have a plan, I was like, well... What am I going to do? And then that was when I eventually felt called to ministry after having conversations with people. and But I didn't really know what that looked like. So we kind of just faked our way or whatever and <laughs> until eventually some doors opened. And yeah, so no, definitely didn't feel called to ministry. What about you? Why don't, why don't you share your story? No, not at all. Um, what? You didn't? <laughs> I hate you. That's crazy. So could have fooled me. Shut up. Sometimes I still question. I'm like, do I really want to do this? Same. Ugh. That's a Monday. <laughs> yeah. No. Um. From probably like junior high ish, I knew that I wanted to go into. Well, at that point in time, I didn't really know it was mental health. 
I just knew. I thought you were going to say ministry. I wanted to do. I was like, from junior, hold on. Wait I wanted a minute, to do questions. therapy. I didn't know what it was called. I didn't know what it looked like. I didn't know all of those details. Um, then in high school, I knew I wanted to work with children who had been through some kind of trauma and work with trauma victims um then mom got connected with uh or got me connected with a a play therapist who was seeing children at her school and so from there is when I kind of decided that that's what I wanted to do but I always kind of knew that that's what I wanted to do so I like before I even got into high school, knew what I wanted my major in college to be. Well, I guess my freshman year is when I like put words to it. Knew what I wanted my major in college to be. Never changed it. Never second guessed it. Went all the way through grad school and started working and never changed my career path until one day. <laughs> I want to call you a name. What I, name? Well, I don't want to edit edit anything so (laughs) that's how you gotta put it beside the episode yeah sorry moms (laughs) so um yeah then um the company that i was working for not the company it was the person running the company that i was working for in lubbock was not a nice person so i picked up everything and moved home name you want to call them too there's a name I called them a lot. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I picked up everything and moved home and started working for a... Shout out to mom and her prayers. Okay. Listen, <laughs> trigger warning there. <laughs> Golly. Anyways, moved home and started working for um, a very similar company in Clovis. And I don't really know what happened. Kagan was like, opened his big mouth. I don't really know the details. We talked about this a little bit. Went went and had tacos one day and then had a job at the church. <laughs> so even that, I was like, okay, this is like a flexible job. It's um, a lot less stress than what I was coming from. And at that time was the same pay. So it was like, this is a win-win. Um, had Mondays off. It was it was a breeze. It was like, why not? Yeah, and, and then, just kind of like ended up there. Yeah, ended up in ministry. Yeah, it definitely. Much. It was it was like I had to like be tricked into it because I told I I, I, God, I, <laughs> I always like would tell my parents and stuff like no Kagan can be the one that does ministry with y'all. I'm good in the mental health world. And now, funny how the two worlds are colliding. So, mm-hmm. Amen. <laughs> it's a sermon. <laughs> well, anyways, so yeah, here we are. So I'll kind of share just how still we got, wondering how we got how we both got there. So, like I said, I was like a junior, but then um, I kind of I really didn't know what ministry looked like, but I knew at the time I was doing worship. So I was like, all right, I enjoy worship. I enjoy production. So I went to school. Kami will tell you for about two minutes. Yeah. Yeah, about two minutes. <laughs> it was two semesters, thank you. But I went to school at South Plains um, to go be a sound engineer. 
and then I changed my major to be in video production. I lasted a whole semester and was already changed my major. But I went for that because I wanted to do live production and then apply that to the church world. So then I just interned at, at the time was FCFC in Clovis. Interned for about 16 months. And then eventually got my foot in the door, was offered a job to be assistant in production, assistant music director, and then just kind of stuck around long enough. And now I'm creative director and oversee it all, that department, oversee a few staff members. And so Cammie, we had a job opening at the church that I was at for youth admin. And we were in a meeting. I don't really even remember how it happened, but I was like, yo, Cammie would be great at this. So I didn't even hit up Cammie. There's that big mouth. I didn't even like ask Cammie if she was interested. I just like told our pastor, I was like, man, you should give her a call. <laughs> and, then, and I think somewhere in there he threw in the plug, like, she likes tacos. I did. Because he was like, you want to meet for some tacos? Like, if you go to tacos, if you, if you have tacos, she'll take the job. <laughs> I was pretty confident. Baited. <laughs> Here we are. So she has some tacos. <clears throat> and ended up taking the job because of those reasons. And then she started as a youth admin. And then um, the creative admin was transitioning. She was leaving. And I, uh, we were in the middle of COVID. We didn't really have an admin. We were trying to figure out what our admin looked like. And the creative team was a mess. We were just out here trying to survive. And so I threw out the idea of like, why does it Cammy come to our team? And then she did. Baited again. <laughs> it's because she was friends with all of us. So I was like, Cammy, just come on. <laughs> Jump to well, the I was other. doing the job anyway. Mm-hmm. Because I was out here out here dying. So Hoo-wee. So yeah, then now we're both here and still don't really know what our jobs are. <laughs> Just kind of show up and get told, hey, you're in charge of this today. <laughs> so, cool. All right, we'll make it work. That's uh, how ministry, how our ministry experiences have gone. So, that's, um, that's kind of how we got started. Neither one of us felt called by any means. I felt it a little bit more when I was younger. And I was like, all right. But even then, like, to this level... Like now I'm kind of preaching and stuff. Like I lead our young adults ministry and I've preached in some of our youth and just done a lot more speaking. That was never my thing. I was always going to be like, my dad was the pastor. He can speak. I'm going to just do my own thing. I'll be in production and be behind the scenes. Yeah, same. But Cammie has stayed there. <laughs> I'm not leaving. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not leaving. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know you know um <laughs> so shout out to thad <laughs> he's probably never gonna hear this but shout out to thad and he also left <laughs> yeah he's gone <laughs> so anyway um i mean i'm still behind the scenes quite a bit but now i've definitely jumped to being more in the front light and um having to be in front of people a lot more 
And so the one thing that I was like, yeah, that could be my dad's. I'll just be behind the scenes not working. But Cammy, she gonna stay there. Mm-hmm. All right, no convincing her. No, no, there's not a taco good enough in the world that can convince her to yeah. be in front of people. Yeah, it's true. They beg me all the time. Actually. All the time. Actually, for Christmas, I. I recorded a little bit. That's about all you're going to get. Mm-hmm. We did record some background vocals in there. so Put me in the closet. And that's <laughs> it. That's all. <laughs> I came out and... <laughs> no more. <laughs> okay. Um, Why that face? You know, just... <laughs> Words. Words. We're going to keep going past the closet there. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, that's just kind of how basically we got started in the ministry and how we ended up where we are today. Um, And then, but yeah, what's what's the next talking point? Okay. What lessons have you learned in ministry? More than school ever taught me. Golly. Well, you got to stick around to learn something. (laughs) Um, I started last time. You start this time. Oh, well. Um, I don't know. Wow, that much, huh? I don't know how to. <laughs> I really learned a lot of this. <laughs> That's the problem is, golly. Um, I don't know how to describe it. Mm, I right. guess maybe like always be ready to, to move. You're not staying. Uh, things are not going to stay as they are. Whether that's for the good oh, or the you gotta bad. always be ready for change. Like, change is coming. Might be a little. We've done had our popcorn ready for two and a half years. Freaking Chris. <laughs> I ain't never eat no popcorn again. Got ulcers and stuff. <laughs> Golly. Our, our friend Chris would always tell us. Actually, when he first moved down here, he, he would always tell us, get your popcorn ready. It's going to get interesting. There's about to be change. Popcorn is still ready. <laughs> Tired of popcorn. Stayed having popcorn. But I think that's the biggest thing because I think um, in everything that we've experienced in the last two years, um, the ones who are willing to be fluid and to roll with the punches and um, focus on the end result, not what's going on in the moment, are the ones who lasted because if you can't do that, you're not going to last in ministry. Like You've got to be ready at any moment to do a 360. Mm-hmm. And be okay with it and act like you're happy and <laughs> act like everything's fine and you're not worried and <laughs> no concerns. And <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's probably the biggest thing is Man. change. Even when you feel like things are settling down and it's like, okay, we're in a groove. Things are going good. We made it. Buckle up. <laughs> yeah, once you get something's comfortable, it's coming. Like, oh, cool. Here comes the wave. Yeah. Ever changing. All right. Everything is changing now. You want to make an album? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm never saying yes just loosely again and thinking that you'll let it die. Nope. Nope. Go ahead. Your turn. Um. So I shared about it a little bit on our last episode of just the... Uh, People are temporary, 
people are in your life for seasons um, and just understanding those seasons. But another big thing that I've learned from the great uh, Billy Graham. Wow. Yeah. We were homies. Yeah, went to high school together? Yeah. Oh. No. He's old. Oh, head. <laughs> but, Dusty. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I was talking to shout out to my friend Miss Jan in the office. My friend. Um, I was telling the great Billy Graham was just don't. T- he said don't take yourself too seriously. It's You're pretty like, good at that. I'm pretty good at yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> Although like, you say I'm pretty good at that, you say I never. I'm always laughing. Kimmy's always laughing. <laughs> um, but I just think like. Man, when you mess up, it's just like, all right, cool, move on. Um, he used the example, like, if I great, gave a great word, then it's like, great, God gave it to me. And it's like, you didn't give a great word. It's like, okay, cool, we're going to try again. <laughs> so, I don't know, just not taking yourself too seriously at the end of the day. Like, we're here for a reason to do a job, and God called us to that job. So, if we're striving for greatness, and we get to operate in anointing and grace and and so, at the end of the day, it's just really not about you. It's about Jesus. Everything, our salvation, the whole Christian walk, the gospel, everything points back to the cross and Jesus and what he did on the cross. So, yeah, don't take yourself too seriously. Um, I did talk about the people and seasons. Hmm. And then... Um, Rev, Rev Rand taught me, Rev Randy, I don't know if he'll ever listen either, but if he does, he, um, shout out one of the times he was here, he was talking to me about great pastors and knowing how to transition. Mm -hmm. I don't know all the details so well. Um, but basically the premises of it is like great pastors or great leaders and stuff. They don't know how to just transition to these great moments. And they don't, they like, they go from having these great altar calls and having these to the next day on Monday, like they lose almost that high. They, (laughs) the anointing leaves and it's like, what do you do? And so to kind of go with Cami, like just knowing how to transition well, transition staff, transition people, transition seasons, but then even just transition from day to day. Like you go from, in our world, we go from a highly adrenaline packed Sunday to, ah, it's Monday. (laughs) Like Well, and even transitioning from building to building. Yeah. Like home to work. Yeah. From this and campus to this campus, because those are different from like just everything. It's always transition. Like it's never truly like you find a comfort zone. You can find a rhythm, but you don't necessarily find a comfort zone of like, okay, this is always going to be the same. And especially our world production stuff breaks. If you need all the structure, time. ministry is probably not going to be your thing. Yeah. <laughs> and so he just taught me how to train. Chaos, controlled chaos. It's one of the big things ministries taught me. He taught me, but then I've just learned like how to transition. And he used the example of a um, Moses's stick <laughs> when he's when Moses is leading the Israelites out of uh, Egypt. Not Moses. Jeez, yeah, Moses. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I uh, got home at three a.m. last night. <laughs> yeah, so Moses is leading the Israelites out of Egypt, and he his stick. He uses it and. God uses that stick and through Moses and stuff to like create all these plagues or stuff happens to that stick, but then it transitions to, well, 
just being a stick. Like nothing special. It's just a stick. And so sometimes you got to learn how to, you can be leading the room and, or making an impact. And then sometimes you just need to be a stick. You just need to know how to just do nothing and sit. So those would be things that I've learned from ministry or advice that I've gotten from ministry. Definitely, but like how to transition well and just change all the time. It's change. Do you have any more you want to add? I could probably keep going, but mm, no. I like to hear myself talk, though. Wow. And he says, this is my pipe dream. This is your pipe dream. I would have talked whether it was recorded or not. Oh, gosh. Well, okay. Um, the next question is, um, or not a question, but just talking about the uniqueness of our position in ministry. Unique like, New York. Sorry. Oh, my gosh. Like growing up as pastor's kids and now versus doing it ourselves. That's two different questions. No. That's the uniqueness of our position. Is oh. that we, we've seen it from literally a 360 ministry. He's doing the thing again. Oh, no. That's, <laughs> that's my life. Got him. But he's over here. I don't even know what that was. Like dancing or something with his fingers so you said 360 so you know my 90s christian kid came out you have turned my money <laughs> yes sir <laughs> um, <laughs> okay anyways. say that question again Time to no just talking in. about the uniqueness of our our position in ministry how we've seen the ministry from a complete 360 we've seen it from sitting in the crowd we've seen it from the aspect of children we've seen it from staff to now leading people like leading to staff. now yeah being in leadership just the whole nine yards yeah so for me like definitely just those different perspectives have propelled me or pro- i mean I don't know if you could ever be fully prepared for everything that happens, but it's just prepared me like to handle situations better or to... I don't think it'll prepare you for what, because you're never going to know what's coming next, but it's prepared you enough to know that you're never going to (laughs) know. Right. And then it's also like, I know where to go when. Yeah. Man, when everything that happened with our church, like, we are in free... I mean, we're still getting over COVID, but me and (laughs) Cammie... The first uh, few months that we were became legacy or under the legacy regime, we were gone. We had a vacation every month, once mm-hmm. a month. <laughs> and Mental even, health days. Even if that was just as much as like going somewhere for a weekend with our family, like. But we knew where to go. We knew we could go talk to our dad um, for his wisdom and counsel. We could go process emotionally with our moms. <laughs> Kagan. <laughs> yeah. Kagan has to be emotional. Yeah, Kimmy just has two emotions. So. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Happy or mad. That's it. <laughs> Sometimes they look the same. It's crazy. Wow. So for me, that was good. But we knew where to go to. Um, so having that. But then yeah, just like seeing things. I don't know, a pastor. Pastor Steve, Stevie, and Michael, they say all the time, like, growing up as pastor's kids, we all grow up with the same mental health problems. It's real. 
Because, like, you see so many things, like, young on the back end when, like, you're watching your parents do that and you're going through. Because I don't, I don't know. Sometimes I think the years of being the kid were harder than actually doing it. Hmm. Like. Hard take. Because, because I didn't, like, now I know. Like, I know why people are acting why they're acting. I know that people are dumb. I know that, like, I know those things. Yeah, yeah. Well, you just included yourself, not me. (laughs) Um, But, like, back then when I was young, like, I didn't understand why people would treat us the way they treated us. I didn't understand why everyone hated my parents. I didn't understand those things, which made it harder. I was like, wait, we're doing this good thing, like... Right, like, right, like this is a good thing, right? So why does everybody hate us? Why is it so hard? Why is everyone mean? Obviously, those are like very simple questions, but I was young, so it was simple processing. And so like now, like I know why. I know why they are the way that they are. Doesn't mean that taking care of the problem or walking through those things with them is easy. But... I think it was harder to not understand why it was that way from a young age. Like, why do we have to have the cops follow us home? Why do we have to go in the way home? Why why are they going through our house to make sure there's not bad guys in there? Like, why? And like those kind of things were harder and not I don't I don't wouldn't say that they like made me not want to be in ministry, but it definitely made it seem like a scary thing. Yeah. And it's not scary. I just didn't know why. But yeah, I think it was harder for me from a young age. But I'm also very inquisitive. Like, you just don't be asking yeah. too many questions. No. You're just like, well, I'll be in my room. Like, you didn't care too much. Don't bother me. I'll be all right. But I was like social. So, like, in our younger, in the younger years, like in the youth center days, I was always in the middle of all of those kids. And so then when they would go rogue, like we would have them over for dinner. They'd be sleeping on our couch. We would be at their, you know, ball games and who knows what. And then to see some of them like go rogue and the way that they treated us mm-hmm. is like, huh? Why? What I do. And when you're young, you just don't know. And so I was social and in the middle of all of it. And then it was like a bad thing all of a sudden. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, we helped you. Obviously, I get it now that I'm old, but. Old head. <laughs> y'all, he told me I wasn't invited to the young adults ministry because I'm not a young adult. <laughs> no, I said she could come, but then we just stay up later this she <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. this man anyways so yeah that's the unique thing i think for me is that it's it was harder back then in my opinion yeah i think definitely seeing everything that we saw prepared me um in so many different ways like even in the simplest things of like just troubleshooting at church Mm -hmm. like the amount of people I've seen just freak out because something's going wrong at church, and it's like you oh, gotta yeah. fix it. <laughs> church yeah. is happening. Regardless. These people are showing up. Whether <laughs> you like, you can't call them on and be like, "Hey, sorry, one of our cables is loose. Can you give us a minute?" <laughs> I 
Um, you like, can't do that. But, ready or not, they're coming. And especially like being in the small church and the pastor's kids, like we would see the stress that it was on our dad. And then we would get thrown in like, come fix it. We're like, oh. Well, yeah. When it's a small church, you don't have like the luxuries and resources always. So it was like we were cleaning toilets, handing out bulletins y'all remember those handing <laughs> out bulletins at the door but we were also running lights running lights right clicking through pro presenter i mean no powerpoint it was yeah, PowerPoint, powerpoint back, PowerPoint in, the back in the day yep. yeah i remember when the first time dad got his little that little tiny light switcher you know what i'm talking about mm -hmm. so i got seven buttons on it yeah he still got it yeah and Somewhere. he he got it and it came in the mail and i was up here at the church with him doing something one night and uh he set the thing down in front of me. He, I don't even know what he was doing. He was doing something and he found it and he set the book down in front of me. He said, can you figure out how to make this work? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, same thing Saturday for, night. Same thing for, our, I mean, it wasn't just a Saturday night. I had a couple months, but he wanted to start live streaming. So he bought us some cameras and then bought some software and he was like, okay, make it all work. And I was like, what? I've never, I don't even know how to press record. That's so wild. Figure it out. And so just from that standpoint, the media standpoint, like I learned a lot just on the media standpoint, but troubleshooting, like, but it's not just troubleshooting. Like things happen. Like a few weeks ago, we had a crazy windstorm in Clovis and we lost electricity and our staff, like. I don't know if it was because of my position or just because of my poise, but everyone looked to me like, what are we doing? And I was like, okay, church is happening. Like we got to figure out how to do this in the dark. We got to figure out. And it wasn't like a, a shutdown of, oh my gosh. Matter of fact, I told one of my staff members, I was like, this is fun. <laughs> like the adrenaline kicked in. Well, I, I think like, again, like watching it from a young age, like we've watched things like that happen and there's the thing, act like you've been here before, but like maybe not to that extent, but you've seen enough to be like, well, the show must go on. So yeah, panicking isn't going to help anybody. It's not going to help you. It's not going to fix the problem. So, and so that's as buckle as up the preparedness, like seeing it from all aspects has prepared me, but then also seeing it from all aspects as well has affected so much how I treat the people like how I treat volunteers or even people at our church. Cause I'm like, Dang, I've seen it from all standpoints. At the end of the day, everybody's hurting. Everybody's got stuff. So, like, how can I better help this? Or And and sometimes it's like I learned the wrong way to do it before I learned the right way. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so... Um, Kagan likes to make sure that, like... Two plus two, he knows it equals four, but he likes to prove that it's not one, two, three, five, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. <laughs> and then in two weeks, he'll be like, "Yeah, it really is four. It really is. It really, it really be, is. It really do be four. Like, did anybody check the other nine hundred forty million options to make sure?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Dude, just accept that this is the answer. Mm -hmm. Like, here it is. Okay." Mm -hmm. So definitely had to learn the wrong way to do it a few times before the right way. So just in that, and then, yeah, just seeing things from all types of, like, now now it's cool because, like, our dad, we got to grow up watching him, and we didn't realize at the time, but, like, he was learning and growing up himself, but, like, now he, like, we, we'll sit down in the car, and he's But again, out. going back to act like you've been here before, we would have never known. Yeah. We would have never known that he didn't know what he was doing. Yeah. We and, thought he knew real well what he was doing. Yeah. 
And so, but now like we'll have conversations. He'll bring like situations up to us and he's like, well, how would y'all handle this? And we're like, ah, and so we just start talking. Funny thing with that is me and Kagan have very, two very different answers usually. Every time. I'm like, cut them, cut them, gotta go. Cammy's turn to burn. And I am going to sit here and probably help you turn and understand the importance of turning. (laughs) Kagan's like, well, let's invite everyone over for dinner. (laughs) (sighs) I'm like... Bye. <laughs> Which it's really funny the times that we swap roles. <laughs> oh yeah, it's I, really rare. But if I ever get fired enough to be like, no, I don't care, <laughs> then usually Cammy's like, wow. <laughs> but but listen, the few times that I can think of recently of people that I've been like, or situations that I've been like, no, let's like, whatever, help the person do this. Let's give them a chance. It went bad. Yeah. It went bad. Yeah. So here I am back to the. Nah. So I think, I think that's the cool thing about it. Like just our position now, like I'm talking about just all the different standpoints, how we see things, how it's prepared us and stuff. But I think even now, like we're having this podcast, like we find ourselves in conversations all the time that are almost consulting, almost advice giving. And I yeah. would say all the time, like I've only been doing this for a church full time seven years and then i worked for my dad another like year and a half so eight nine years but it's really on staff like being paid to do this is six years i'm 25 years old and so when you look at that on paper it's like what experience do you have but and i'm always asking cam i'm like where did this come from why do we like know this well we lived it we lived it yeah and and so those six years of work but then it's also 10 years of just this is was life. It's experience you can't teach anybody. Like you can't teach people the things that you live through. See firsthand. And so yeah, we find ourselves in just consulting all the time or just advice or whatever. And I think I mean it's just cool, like how different me and Cammy see the world, but just off of our skill sets and personalities and stuff, usually there's not Kagan ain't been seeing the world very long. <laughs> we found out he was blind as a bat. God. That was really rude. Anyways, <laughs> now I'm concerned for my life all the times that he was driving late at night and we were all sleeping thinking we were good. Now if he doesn't have them glasses on and he's driving, he's like, what? Is there a car up there? <laughs> that wasn't that bad. Boy, it's bad. Anyways, they sorry. They for headlights though. Yeah. <laughs> but them headlights for sure had them lines. Yeah. <laughs> I was over here like, yo, why the car so tall? <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> but yeah, I don't even know where I was going. Thanks, Cammy. Sorry. Derailed. Yeah. Um, Told y'all this ain't scripted. <laughs> we just Yeah. I was talking about seeing the world. Oh, how different we see the world. Oh how okay. So like just doing ministry together and we see the world completely different. So usually we have completely different standpoints on problems and stuff. But between our skill sets and our personalities, like usually we have the entire spectrum covered. Yeah. And so like we form a pretty good team cause she kills all of the details and uh, <laughs> not too great at details. Me, me. Too, gr- too great's a little too nice. Wow. Sometimes I'm, I can be when I need to be. Yeah, checklist. But, um, <laughs> but Cammy, but when it comes to like the people side and the emotions and like no. the, the communication mm. side, like it's where usually I get to come in. It's yeah. a vision. 
Um, but like, I'm very unemotional about things. And it, people, most of the time, people are coming to to us in this position is because they need us to be emotional with them. And I'm just not really good at it. And so we just play off each other pretty well, no matter what the thing is or the problem is, or I mean, if it's finding Nemo, if it's making Christmas miracles happen. (laughs) We had a Christmas miracle list. Y'all followed along with all my Christmas miracles. I kept telling Kagan, no, scratch it. We're going to do it like this. And he's like, how? (laughs) I don't know how. See, this is one of the rare places we switched places. Usually, I'm like, Kagan, I want to do this, this, this. And then she's sitting there like with the logistics of how. She switched on me and was like, we're going to do this. And I was like. See, because I can visualize things. I can create the idea in my head. I don't always know how to get there. And it's my job to get if there. If Kagan gets the idea, <laughs> he's if you show him a picture, he'll figure out how to make it happen. <laughs> and so when she, it comes to that production stuff, I but there was just some things, you know. She was Christmas like, is just fun. She's like, let's put a fire inside. I was like, you understand that we have fire code and building safety laws, right? <laughs> like, yeah, um, but you know what? We had an indoor campfire, we did. and it was incredible. We pulled off a... Thank you, s- thank you Taylor. Thank you, yeah. again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Taylor Stoddard, your incredible stagehand team to yeah. make it happen. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, because I was asking some big asks, man. I was like, can y'all put these 400-pound logs on stage in three seconds, <laughs> please, and make them look good, and start a fire, and we need six Christmas trees. <laughs> And they did it. Like, they, they crushed it. It. It, was, it was incredible. I was back we at the South booth. We had a beautiful Central Park scene with snow. It snowed inside. Like, it was Central Park. Mm-hmm. Real romantic. Even got a light post. Even got a light post. <laughs> we may had to unscrew it from the concrete somewhere. <laughs> but we got a light post. But we made the Christmas miracle happen. And we so, had an awesome Adele moment. Uh-huh. It was great. So Christmas is so much fun. I get if you so need the link, let me know. I get so stressed <laughs> and overwhelmed at Christmas time. It's just a lot, but my brain is going in overtime and overdrive for two yeah. months straight. Uh, I can't even like have full conversations with people because I'm sitting there like, okay, we got to get this. What about this? What about this? And then a lot of times lot. it looks like I'm just sitting in in the office or I'm just sitting in the sanctuary, staring into staring space. into space. They're like. Kagan, get to work. What are you doing? I'm like, I, I can't. I'm visualizing everything or whatever. It, going through all these things to make make these things happen. So Christmas is fun, but like even at Christmas. So this year I had to change roles, and I was running sound. Normally I am what I would consider air traffic control, whether it's MDing or I've been a stagehand a few times. Basically I'm on a mic and I am just guiding everybody through the show. I'm like, okay. This is coming up. Make sure this is done. This is done. This is done. Cammy will tell you when it comes to my memory for production. Whoa. <laughs> it's stupid. Like, I remember every single I kept trying detail. to hand him the order of service, and he's like, no, no, I don't need that. And he would go through it, and I'm like, what are you even talking about? But then he starts to make, like, nicknames for things. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> yeah, I definitely did that. But anyway, my memory is just like, okay, I can remember this person came on the stage way too. And it was like an hour ago. And I'm like, this person came on the stage three seconds too late. They need 
like all those I was walking details. around with a pen and paper keeping notes the so whole that time was me and Cammy I wasn't able to communicate because I had to be focused on running sound I, I'm not the best sound guy I'm still running <laughs> and so it was a challenge for me and so I had Cammy just sit beside me and literally she was like my words to everyone everything that I was thinking I'd be like write this down or hey I need you to tell everybody this because I couldn't do it so she just sat there and air traffic control so the point that I'm trying to make is just like our skills are very flexible and versatile but our skills and our personality and everything together like when it comes to a problem or anything usually when the, when the two of done. us come together yeah we're probably gonna fight and be sarcastic along the way but once we get there we're like wow that happened and that's including i mean weddings we've done weddings times before where we're like i have no clue how we're gonna pull this off <laughs> we don't tell the bride though no we just make it happen just make it happen it's in my office or our office i guess on a little board it's felt Ma- board i mean what's it, it happen what's it called not a felt board what's it called i think it's a felt board no 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 Pick. I don't no know. a felt board is like remember in sunday school when they put the little objects on the board what is that called i don't know you know the little boards with letters on them that's what it is anyways any more thoughts are you ready for a shower thought man i think i'm good as far as talking about ministry so yeah let's do this here we go i got a good one okay wait wait hold on what is a good one? Like, what's the standard? What's the metric here of a good one? Oh, they're all good. Every week, I was probably going to be a good one. <laughs> Just, cool. you know. Got it. I'm not doing these ones that I wrote down earlier. Cool. Because I found a better one that I, like, triggered. I'm about to trigger you. Just, like, warning for everyone. These are completely unscripted. I have no clue what these are. So yeah. Most of the time, you're getting the most rawest reaction from these questions. Okay, ready? Yeah. Can you ever really know what you look like? huh what do you mean well if you think about it the only time you ever see yourself is in a reflection right photographs which is a two-dimension version of you Hmm. mirrors can distort Hmm. so like do we really know what we look like i mean wow like truly what you what yeah i know wow huh i guess like not a hundred percent but i think you can get to 98 so you don't know what you look like fully you have a good idea i mean i can't there's definitely like certain areas on my body or like certain ankles i can't be like you know <laughs> but i have a good idea but yeah you'll you never get to see what you look like from somebody else's point of view and their standpoint and well but then again like you're gonna look different to everyone yeah like everyone's gonna see something different it's kind of like your voice you know like a recording of your voice you're like absolutely not me right because you're used to hearing your voices but then like when i hear a recording of you i'm like 100 percent. that's how you sound when you're talking to me yes because that's your point of view because we all hear differently hmm well, I guess the answer is no. And know? then like a picture, like that's a two-dimensional representation of you and we're not two-dimensional. What are we? Like uh, three-dimensional. 3D, 4D, 5D. Oh, 4D. What does 4D mean? Is that including sound? Like they do like 4D sonograms. What's a 4D? I don't know. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, me either. I don't, I don't, I don't. Past 3D, I don't get it. Me, but Me either. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot. 
looking like my report card. <laughs> Wow, you heard that mom? You heard that? <laughs> not not at six weeks time, but not, <laughs> <laughs> about that three week three week check check in uh, progress never, reports. Boy, they, they were got, rough. Well, dad never got to see evidence of three D's, but wow. I did a few times. <laughs> I had to do some work wow. to get it back up there. Throw some D's. <laughs> so I guess to answer your question, I'd never like truly thought about that. Me either. Here we are. <laughs> so I guess you know. You Shower never thoughts. You truly know what you look like. Which is bring like the saying like, I know you like I know the back of my hand. I don't know the back of my hand. No, me either. If you were to show me a picture. And I'm what's like, the back and what's the front? Honestly. Uh, wow. That's the real shower. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> like, because if they're talking about. I wish you guys could see we're both literally <laughs> sitting here like giving hair high fives, flipping our hands back and forth to give you a visual. If they're talking about this side with all the wrinkles, like your palm. Heck no. There is no way. Because everybody's M is a little bit different. <laughs> yeah. And then. But even the back side, like you get all wrinkly. And that's what I'm saying. And then you got all these like specific like lines in your knuckles. No. If you were to show me a picture of my hand, I would be like, I'd give a solid guess, but <laughs> I can't say. Yeah, know that like the back like. of my hand means I don't have a clue <laughs> about that. Maybe that's what it's supposed to mean. Ooh. Maybe this whole time we've been using it out of context. Huh. <laughs> I mean, also it makes me think like the person who first said that, like. <laughs> right. What were you doing all day? <laughs> <laughs> How did you know the back of your, but like, because, but what if, what if they didn't mean it like that and it was taken out of context? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and these are why, this is why this is called shower thoughts. Because <laughs> huh. we're going to be thinking about this all the time, probably in the shower. So. All right, well, that's pretty much wrapping up episode four. We hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, today was definitely special and dear to me talking about ministry and stuff. So, But if you guys have any questions or any any follow-up or interactions and stuff, Cammie's doing the thing again. <laughs> um, oh. Feel free to reach out to us on social media or just personal. Hello at, what is it? I don't remember. We don't know our own email, guys. Wow. This is this is your world. You had the social media platform. I know. So, yeah, we we love hearing you guys' interactions. I've heard a few from you guys, so I um keep it Are up. Are you ready? And uh You can send us your questions, comments, and shower thought discussions to hello at tabletalk.chat. Did that sound like a commercial? No, oh. but it's okay. Yeah. All right. Well, so, hello at tabletalk.chat. Or you can message us. Yeah. So, Either one. Yeah, hopefully you guys enjoyed it. If you did enjoy it or if you know somebody else that would enjoy it, share with a friend. Um, I think we're on all listening platforms now, and we're trying to become more consistent with our release schedule. But anyway, that is all for today, and we will see you. I mean, we're not really seeing you. That's kind of weird. So I guess we will... Mm. I, I don't even want to say talk to you because we're no. talking and they're just mm -hmm. sitting there. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. I guess Listen you to us next week. Yeah. <laughs> and we're out. <laughs>